recording me dude did i say you could start recording hell yeah i'm eating cookies keep recording you can sat here for 20 minutes fuck right off dude and you tell me that you were busy we're having a good time playing duty and sam's like all right let's let's just let's pod get it out of the way and we all get on 20 minutes later all sam right. comes strolling you, in you, you want to know and why then he's got enough nerve to talk some shit shut when he the first fuck gets up in shut the fuck up it's my time right now I've been oh all, I've been away. You've been doing your little bullshit pods, making up tons of fake ass news on that turkey cup cup pod. I can't believe how many times I heard fucking just flat out lies. No wonder dope got, was pissed. Just nonstop lies from you. Listen, get dope's dick out of your mouth real quick, and it, let's discuss some of the lies that were said. Name one. I can't. Let I can't me dispute you it. Listen to the episode. I, dude, it was hilarious. It was a great episode. Really funny. But Adam said you weren't a girl daddy. No, well, we'll address Adam later. I've got something I've got something important to say right now. Mm, which is Adam in a dress. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah, Eric, I, I I got a serious question. Like legit right. serious. Why are we doing this? Why the fuck are we doing this? You hate what, sports. Reco- no, listen. You hate sports. I fucking despise sports. Why are we? Why are we sports. doing this? I like sports. I hate sports. Actually, you know I what? Only Nick likes sports. sports. Well, I I actually have had a turnaround. I've been watching my Roma games on the regular now. Um, the, maybe you hate sports. I'm starting to like them, Sam. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll believe that when I hear something fucking interesting from you about sports on <laughs> one of these thirty three pots. Fair enough. But what, what's Roma the, been doing lately? <laughs> Losing to Napoli. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Napoli's beast. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They got some beast players. But Eric, I I got something to ask you. And I, okay, what's that? I I just want you to affirm something for me. Looking at my life on paper, it's a pretty good life. One, I was born a white male in America. That's already badass. Are you about to announce you're having another kid? No, dude. Two. It's twins. I got got a loving wife. I got a kid on the way. I'm a millennial who has a house. If you look at my life on paper, I got a good job. Everything's going great. You sound like such a douche. Then tell me why the fuck do I hate my life? 90% 90% of my waking hours because of a fucking <laughs> dumbass hobby called fantasy football. I swear to God, I am going to blow my brains out because of fantasy fucking football, dude. It is the worst pastime I have ever been engaged in in my entire life. Dude, Sam, get better. Nick, shut the fuck up, dude. I, all right. So I, I can't keep track of all your leagues, though. What it. leagues... There's only one league I care about. There's only one league I truly care about. I mean, I want the Jota Cup. I still firmly believe I'm going to win the Jota Cup, even though I lost this week. That was a fluke. 
I got the most points in the league. Somehow I'm seven and five. That's its own bullshit. But I do not care about that. What I care about is my family fantasy league, which I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. If you were to offer me, if you put the offer on the table, I will give you $1,000 or you will win the league within one of the next three years. So it's not a guarantee that I'll win it next year, but I'll know at least one of the next three years. I would take winning that league hands down. Not a question. You could up that to 1500 bucks hands down. Not a fucking question. I want to win that league more than I want 1500 bucks, which is fucked up. It is fucked up. But that that's how I feel about it. And the fact that I lost by three points because I went up against the Steelers defense this week fucking has been eating at me since I opened up the app on Tuesday morning and believed I had won the week and then saw, oh, I'm only up by 11 points and I'm playing the Steelers D. And then, of course, they score a fucking touchdown this week. I want to kill myself. They it, scored a touchdown like two minutes into the know, game and you I knew know. you were fucked. Yeah. It, Dude, that's, that's 125 burritos from Chipotle. That you'd be given up I, just to win the league. Oh, that not a question. A thousand bucks is meaningless to me. Absolutely meaningless. You suck. In, in, unless you're giving me an amount of money that like significantly speeds up my ability to stop being a slave to the man, I do not care about it. What am I going to buy, dude? I, I, I still wear t-shirts from high school. I don't want anything. <laughs> Me too. I just want to win Xbox. I do my too. fantasy league. <laughs> the new Xbox is immaterial, dude. I'll, I'll have money for it by the time I'll actually be able to buy it. I just want to win my fantasy league. I have not won it in 15 fucking years. I, I, I just, I was just about to ask that. Have the, have the blue cats ever, ever won a title? Yes. Right, you are the blue cats, right? I am the blue cats because it was the name I made up when I was eight. And I haven't, I, I probably have not won a title in the range of 15 to 20 years. I don't remember the exact age of my last title, but it was pre... So you have one. I have one, but it was pre-ESPN, pre-12-man league. And so we've been a 12-man league since like 2010, and we've been on ESPN since 2008. In that time, I haven't won the league. That said, in that time, I've only had one losing season. I continually have teams that shit the bed leading up to the playoffs in the most painful fucking possible ways. So before this week, I lost to the worst team in the league by two points because Tom Brady had a rough day, but mainly because Juju Smith-Schuster fell over a fucking yellow flag and hurt his toe and T Higgins lost Joe Burrow, which we'll get to in a second. And then this week it was because, well, my team had a great week. I had like over a hundred points in a 12 man league. That's non PPR. So that's a ton. I just got shit on by DK Metcalf and the Steelers defense and some other jokers that I can't remember right now. I, it's, I, it just blows me away. 
I, I realize I am an absolute bitch for being this mm-hmm. emotionally mm-hmm. upset about my fantasy football team. But I can't help it, dude. I cannot help it. I was on the verge of tears today. Absolute verge of tears. I hate my life. I've been there. Were you I don't edging? understand why why us why something like this could could literally Dude, bring out so much it's ruining of the wrong emotions out of my body. Like I was like, there's zero chance I'm watching the game. In fact, a lot of times I will not watch games so I don't have to watch my ass get beat by some hillbilly. Like last week, Monday night, the Rams were on. Jared Goff went off. Jared Goff is the reason I lost by two points. I refuse to watch that game because I know that if I watch that game, I'm just going to be freaking out the entire time. Dude, it it ruins my life. Just like the fucking Bengals ruin my life. Just like the Reds. Fantasy football ruins my life too. And I'm just like, why? Every, why do I keep sports wise? Why do I keep like coming back to this bullshit? If I just like stop caring about this shit, my happiness would go through the roof. You just got to set your expectation levels differently. Uh, but Nick, my expectation levels are low, but I can't help hoping, dude. It's like <laughs> It's like if the you were in of a every concentration season. camp, you got to wake up tomorrow. You got to hope that like you're going to get out of that. Wow. Holy Sam. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sam hopes a uh, overrated quality of life you just gotta fucking give up i <laughs> i agree what are but, we hoping for but i can't stop helping hoping <laughs> and that and that gets me to joe burrow he compared his fucking fantasy league to <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, I'm just, just telling you how i feel man real but, quick speaking of ruin ruining lives sam you're still the only person that owes me for fantasy baseball oh, thanks yeah dude Actually, I was going to ask you, what's your address? <laughs> Do you want to put that on the pod? Because I'm legit about to send you a check. <laughs> I don't Hell Just Venmo yeah. me. I don't Venmo. Check. Your wife God. can. Sam, why don't you got Venmo? Because I don't trust it, dude. I'm... You're I, on the wrong side of millennials. Sam, Sam has said so many things to prove that he's the whitest person I know. What don't you trust about Venmo? It, okay, Nick. It's not that I don't trust Venmo. I'm done learning new things. I don't Venmo's want really to. That's really easy and nice. He's I'm an care. old dog. And he, he can't be taught new tricks. I don't care, dude. Sam is the dudes in the progressive he's commercials. Not, he's not big dog anymore. He's old dog. He was never. He was never big dog. <laughs> he was never big dog. Yeah. Shut the how fuck many, up. How many? How many four XL shirts do you own? Not you're you're just uh you're, you're just old dog daddy. Fucking, I'm pretty no sure grill, Dope's got a six no XL shirt, and you ain't got nothing, dude. I was gonna say four XLs, none, because all my shirts are five XLs. Oh God. <sighs> but yeah, I ain't Venmoing. I'm gonna send you a check. Please don't. Just please don't. <laughs> or or just don't pay. <laughs> I hate no, checks more than anything. I've me. never written a check in my life. What's wrong with checks, Eric? Actually, you know what? You're ancient if you even talk about checks. I, I could I send you cash the in the day. mail. I'll send you cash in the mail. Just tell your wife to Venmo me, because she will, because she's with the times. No, I'm, yeah, it's gotta be true. I'm going to send you cash. She's Venmoed me before. 
That's true. For this specific reason, because I win fantasy baseball every year. Nick wins fantasy football every That's year. That's not true. I, Sorry, I, I've won fantasy hum, baseball humble, a couple humble years. Brag, dog. I've won fantasy I've won. baseball a couple of years. I like to I've throw you it. guys a bone so you guys keep playing. Uh-huh. All right. No. Uh, wow, enough, enough, about, <laughs> enough about dumbass fantasy sports. Uh, hey, what's the chances of me getting into jo- the Jota Cup next year? What do you mean? Like You're getting in the into Jota the playoffs? Cup. No, just getting into... Um... You're in forever. You made the trophy. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's the Nothing. It's the pod. I'm drunk and high. Sorry. Did you, did you not know you I'll were cut in that it? out. No, I definitely Please thought don't. you guys were... Please don't do that. <laughs> None of this gets I... cut. All right, whatever, fine. I thought the uh, jo- I thought the Jota Cup was the thing. The... What's the league that we were in for the longest time? Like when we like with Chris Gauchi was in it. Huh? We had a real Jota that was Cup, the ori- but that, that was the, the original thing Jota as Cup. we're doing now. A yeah. league oh, okay. for nothing. Okay, that's where I got confused. All right, then I was just Nick just changed up some of the settings and the and the rosters and things like that. But yeah, this is the the that's like Jota Cup two point Yeah, it's okay, cool. it's the revival, Eric. Okay, great. I'm in it. Tight. I'm getting my ass kicked. It's just like the modern, more modern friend group. Sam, if I can depress you even more, what I want to try to do uh, in a few weeks, right when the playoffs start, is do another fantasy draft. Have ten people on this podcast and have the draft on there for the for the uh, fantasy playoffs. You don't you don't yeah. want to do you're, that. And one you're going to do it. You'll just be giving no, me money. No, no, no. I one. I will absolutely do that. I'm absolutely into that. It's something twenty bucks, dog. Twenty bones. Twenty bones. Just Venmo me. I'm in, dude. I'll, I'll. All right, I'll just up it to sixty bones then. It bones. It's something very different. Like with my family fantasy league, it's been so long since I've won that. It's like the Bengals. It's not about the sport. It's not about winning. It's about death. It's about the fear that <laughs> Jesus Christ. I will never <laughs> experience the happiness that I see other people get to experience before I die. It's the panic yeah. of understanding that the Bengals may actually never win the Super Bowl again. Or well, I guess ever, because they haven't ever. won it before. Ever. But <laughs> yeah. That they won't win the Super Bowl in my lifetime, that I will die without ever knowing that joy. Something that since a little kid I've been obsessed with. And for my family fantasy thing, it's it's the same thing. And it's worse because you've got your family members shoving it in your face twenty four seven. As your team just fucking collapses like a piece of shit. Like do you, Joe Burrow's do you still knee? have a do you still have a chance, Sam? I do. I need a little bit of help. Basically, our tiebreaker is points four. So I need to win out, and I need the wild card team to lose one game. I've got more points than him. So unless something dramatically changes there, I'll still make the playoffs. And I've got a solid team. The problem is people have been injured at very inopportune times. So 
It's a 12-man league. Only four teams make the playoffs. But QBs are overpowered. Six points for touchdowns, one point for 25 yards. And then it's non-PPR. I've got Tom Brady, who racks up tons of points. I've got Dalvin Cook, who's a beast. Austin Eckler's coming back. I've got a suite of running backs who were fine, but they just kept getting injured. Uh, David Johnson, DeAndre Swift. I got Allen Robinson, um, Rodrigo Blankenship's my kicker. So I've got a solid team. I've just had shitty luck in those close games. I haven't won any of them. And I really haven't had a like gimme game. Uh, I think I got the most points against in the league. So it's I, I've given up because I've been in this situation before and I'm going to get shit on guaranteed. Oh yeah. Except the inevitable doom. Pretty much. I, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm dealing with today is the emotions of accepting my death in fantasy and in real Richard life. and I were talking about this yesterday. Um, not yesterday, Monday. Um, I'm doing pretty well in all my fantasy leagues, except the Joda Cup, which I'm now, my record's even in. But the other ones I should all make the playoffs in. But I was like, I'm just going to lose in the first round. Like, it's going to happen. Like, I believe that that's what's going to happen. That's where I'm setting my expectations. I'm going to lose in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect to win the title it's just it's how you lose that's important and the other thing is in thinking about it i'm to the point where i would enjoy football more without fantasy in my life which is kind of fucked up because the point of fantasy football is to enjoy football more and I, I think I'd enjoy it more, more if I wasn't playing fantasy. Yeah, Sam. Additional Fan- stress, man. Fantasy is fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's not fun for me. It's a nightmare. I I play fantasy for the drafts just because I enjoy drafting teams, but the actual in season uh is is more of a more anxiety and just uh just like me wanting to cry or wanting to break things. So Although I am to the point where, like, I don't know who to root for. Because, like, if this guy does this, but if this guy does this, then I win this league but lose this week league. Which one He'll do I want to happen more kind of thing? Yes, Sam Cup or touched on that earlier in one of the earlier episodes. Like, if you're in so many leagues, like, you start to not really enjoying any of the games because like what you just said, you're pulling for different players to do different things. And then you're just confused. But you know, like in your heart, you've got to know which one matters. Do you not feel that way? Yeah. I, I always set like league priority. Oh, I like prioritize my, mine, yeah. my 10 man that I do with Richard is the league. I want to win. It's the first fantasy football league Richard and I did. That's the one I want to win every year. Yeah. Um, Uh, Then 
there's another league that I set high because it's a dynasty league and my team is like absurdly stacked. So it's not even a question of whether I'm going to make the playoffs or not. So that league, I'm just like, let's see what happens when we get to the playoffs. Yeah, I'm probably quitting that league next year because it's just getting boring. The dynasty league? Yeah. You're gonna it's the same shit every year. Get rid of your team. I mean, we gotta find I'll somebody. Get, to... I'm like, yeah, I don't really give a shit. Let Jeremy Damn. know this now. Yeah, you heard it here it, first, boys. Dude, it's it's like the college football playoffs, dude. The same fucking three teams make it every year. You can't improve on your roster because everybody keeps their rosters. So the teams that are fucking stacked win every week, and the teams that are mediocre to okay just fight for fifth to tenth place. And I'm just tired of donating my $40 every year. It's not fun. Uh, yeah. I'm sad, too. I'm I'm with you on that, Richard. Like, I sometimes wonder, like, man, why do people like Dynasty League so much? Like, there are so many people that are like, oh, I love fucking Dynasty because, like, it's roster management. You have this team for forever and ever and ever. But then if you get to a point like our league where there's three teams that are just absolutely jacked. All right. So let's say someone's really dumb and doesn't know what a dynasty league is. Can someone explain that to that dumb person? So um, it's we all had one big draft. And at the end of the season, you have an extended bench. So you have more players as well. But at the end of the season, you keep your entire team aside from three players. And then we... Or it's either two. It's for our league. It's two players. You can drop more, but you have to drop two so that we can actually have another draft every year. Mm-hmm. But you keep not 90 percent of your team. So we get together every year. And we just have like a two man draft where we draft rookies or other free agents on the waiver wire. Um, and like like I said, you don't you don't recreate your team every year. So it, it just makes it difficult for teams. Like I, I've been playing for, I think this is four or five years. So like is, I haven't tried. This is I, the fourth year. I, and and I've even, I even tried to make trades this year to try to up my team. Um, but it's just, it doesn't matter what I do there. There's specifically two teams, but there's three really, really good teams in the league that I'm never going to get over that hump. And it's just, it, it's, it doesn't make playing it fun anymore. And I've, yeah, I've said this to Jeremy. He's the one who runs the league. Yeah, you. It sounds you almost fun. have to hope that like it is until something like this happens. It's right, fun that's for three people. Say. You get in too deep, and you, you your original draft wasn't worth shit, and now you're stuck with a team that sucks. <clears throat> can you propose trades and stuff? I'm yeah, sure you can, right? Like, yeah. I, yeah. No, I have. Like I said, my my roster is like I'm guaranteed to make the playoffs, pretty much. Like it's unless like injuries were like absurd. I have like the number one scoring quarterback, the number one scoring running back, the number like five scoring running back, the number one scoring kicker. Like I have literally everyone on my team is in the top 10 at their position scoring wise. So it's like, like Richard said, for somebody who's got like, a mishmash of players like a team normally should be like team shouldn't be as good as mine is. I just basically lucked into 
who I was able to pick up, who I was able to like, like I have some odd knack somehow of grabbing the guy that's somehow a stud for a while. Like, and you pick him up before he's a stud. Yeah. I pick him up when he has one good game and then somehow he's good for the rest of the season or the next couple seasons. And like, there's gotta be some guys in our league in, like Richard said, that are just completely frustrated because they come in seventh to ninth every year, or fifth to 10th every year. And, and, and you could attest to this, that the draft can make a difference, but not really. Well, you can, you can get players or they're not like, unless you get that guy that just becomes like a game. Like I drafted Jonathan Taylor this year. And he just be he he could be good in like two or three years, but my team's just gonna suck still for two or three years, hoping that he gets good. Yeah. Um there's been like like you said, there's three teams that have made the playoffs every year. I, 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 think. I call this league the college football playoffs. It's and then Alabama, it's Clemson, it's Ohio State, and then the fourth seed. And then the person that's made the last spot each of the past couple years is the person that had the first overall draft pick each of the last two years or each of the last three years. It's been like really weird. I don't know. Dynasty leagues. I think we, you said that you're probably letting me have full control of this one, but we kind of drafted another dynasty league like together this year. And like year one, I feel like everybody kind of has some sort of like, eh, my roster is not, I don't think there's anybody in that league that has like a crazy stacked roster, but I think, you know, the same thing's going to happen in a couple years. You're just going to have a team that has a good draft make some good pickups and just is absolutely stacked. And it's like, I can't win. Yep. Or and maybe... when you're on the, when you're on the wrong side of it after, like I said, this is my fourth year and I, I just, I don't enjoy it anymore. And w- when we talked about prioritizing leagues, my, uh, my next 10 man that he was just talking about is the one I prioritized first. And then I have an eight man. And then that dynasty league are like, I wouldn't, say one is two or three they're the they're both i both care about them the next most and it pains me to not want to do it anymore but it's just not dude, worth that's it blasphemy if the joda cup is and, not and, your top three get the fuck out of here dude yeah get the fuck yep. out of here Start, speaking of speak speak speaking of the joda cup i know fuck I'm retarded. you and the joda cup but i can't when is it all we always called it the joda cup I, I really can't wrap my head around this. This is that's fucking what, that's what I mind. named the original league. Year but one. No, and, and, but then there was like a six, seven year stretch where we didn't do it. Right. And so and so and when we first did the Dirty Plays League, we didn't start off saying it was the Joda Cup. We kind of did. But we did had we? Joda in it. Uh, the we, the, the well, league yeah. that we've always had where we've called it the Joda Cup, Joda has been a part of it. So right. that's we didn't we didn't say that. We just said we were gonna we just wanted to have a draft on the pot. And then it, it just kind of became the Joda Cup 
like like you said, as we were doing it, we didn't call it that. I guess it, I assume that you guys Jonas were it, still it has to become that. Which I'm cool with, but I guess what I, I always assume when you guys were referring to the Jota Cup that you were still in another league with uh, everyone else, and I and I wasn't no, a part no. of that. No. So I'm not completely insane that I didn't know this was the Jota Cup. The Jota Cup when died. We started it, it was still just the Dirty Plays League or whatever, and I made a rant. Well, Alan made a random ass trophy, and now that is the tr- yeah. that that is the Jota Cup. Yes. All right, Faller. Week 12. Figuring shit out. Eric, he figured it out. Jesus Christ. I know. All right. Thank God we talked about fantasy for 28 minutes, and I'm going to go drown myself. I'm really just trying to avoid talking about no, Burrow. That's what we're talking about next. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, Ooh. since I didn't hear you guys talk about it. And it's probably one of the biggest Cincinnati sports events in the last five years. Tell me how you guys felt. Hurt. I just think it's, I think it's funny that that's the only time the Bengals get any kind of like recognition or not recognition, but where they're actually talked about on sports center is when their main star goes down. Uh, obviously they weren't much to talk about because their team sucks and they don't win football games, but even when yeah, they do win like, football games, you don't hear about them very often. You only hear about it when some shit like this happens. It's like, hey, look at Cincinnati's only chance of doing something great. It just broke. Let's watch here's this replay I, over Here's and how over I felt over. about it. You guys, I felt watching Zach Taylor and them try to justify what happened like watching a parent who speeds on I-75 driving 95 miles an hour and lets their toddler sit in the front seat with no seatbelt on. And then when they get in a wreck and that toddler's <laughs> head ends up like an egg on the pavement, being like, who could have seen this happening? That's how I felt about it. <laughs> this, this. No, it's a no, good one. Sam, come on, Sam. The better, ref, the better reference is you're just a casual parent at the <laughs> zoo and your toddler jumps into a gorilla. Don't you, don't you do it. <laughs> yep. I can't believe and you. I can't, but he's just a little loose cannon. He I just can't. gets away from me all the time. I can't believe, I can't believe this you. happened. Oh my God. I can't uh, fucking believe if you, you. If you. If you're dropping a Harambe reference, I think this oh, might have to 100%. be a nasty nanny. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. That Harambe was in the house. You're right. I'm, I really missed the opportunity there to drop a Harambe reference. Thanks for... Uh, Filling that in. (laughs) I got your back. You know. Now I am going to go drown myself. Hell yeah, Richard. I can't live this life. This wasn't guaranteed to happen to Burrow, but the team didn't make it less likely given just the lack of support uh, that they've put around Burrow and not trying to improve the offensive line, not trying to limit the amount of hits he would take. A lot of people were pointing out that the play he got his knee just ripped apart on was a third and two deep throw. Now that to me is whatever, because you can't really take it on a play by play basis, but the overall amount of support that they've put around Burrow and the uh, 
attempts they've made to or lack of attempts they've made to protect what is probably the best thing to happen to this organization since drafting Carson Palmer uh just like it, it almost felt inevitable as a Bengals fan that this was what was going to happen now that said it was still super painful because you hope he makes it through the season without this happening particularly given all the rules that have been put in place to make sure that quarterbacks are protected you you hope that you can get through the season and get to next year with a better offensive line and not have something like this happen. But it, it felt inevitable, but that didn't make it any less painful. I know the Bengals historically are, they just don't care about going after free agency, but you got to think they're taking a decent amount of numbers off the books. Dunlap's gone. AJ Green's going to be gone. There's a chance Geno Atkins could get cut or traded in the offseason. Like the Bengals are going to be taking huge numbers off their financial books. Do they have to go after like the best offensive lineman on the market? I, I think they like if they don't even try to, I, I, is that like gross that negligence? They absolutely have to. This offensive line's a shame. Yeah, I think it's going um, I saw something where if you draft Pule, that's his last name, right? The Oregon tackle. Or is it Sewell. Penny Sewell? Okay, that's why I said Pule. Penny hey, Sewell. Penny yeah. Sewell? I got that on. Penny yeah. Sewell. And then go after either Brendan Scherf or Joe Thune in free agency at guard, you can end up with a actually pretty good offensive line. Um, <clears throat> you'd be set at your left and right tackles for quite a while. You'd get some interior help. Hopefully you could get some of your free agents on the defensive side healthy, and you could have a pretty decent team next year but they absolutely have to do something to better protect joe burrow it it almost feels like they are intentionally trying to wreck this team by not protecting joe burrow and it's we've talked about it before and it's it's so typical of the Bengals organization that one they they thought going into this season that their O line was going to be fine, which is a major problem because everybody else could see the writing on the wall and how how bad we knew this team was going to be. Um, and, and it's just the Bengals are being they're, they're, what we're going to end up doing next year is we're going to be reactive instead of proactive and that's that's how we are we're always behind the eight ball because stupid shit like that um and it, it's just the well, same so old fucking l- thing every single this. year with this team zach taylor had a two and 14 season last year he is well on his way to a two thirteen and one season this year do you think do you think he gets a third year? I don't think they want to. Nah, 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 nah. 
I bet he does. I feel like Mike Brown's a fan of paperwork or something. I I think that there are advanced talks about their plans. And, like, honestly, if I'm Zach Taylor and management isn't willing to spend whatever the top free agent linemen are going for, I don't know why you'd want to be the coach. Like, That's a good angle. Please fire me. Like, why are you giving me no choice but to watch this star yeah, be but- drafted get destroyed? Like, there's only so much Zach Taylor can do if management doesn't let him go after the top offensive lineman in free agency. But from what I can tell, it's partially on Zach Taylor and his staff believing that they have the guys they want. And and not only that, but alienating veterans that still have a lot of quality time to offer. I mean, look at what Dunlap's been able to do since he's gone to Seahawks. I can't imagine if they had found some way to ship off Geno Atkins, he wouldn't be an impactful player to whatever team he went to. I mean, I, I, I get your point, Nick, of like, I, I agree. If you were in a coaching situation where management wasn't willing to pony up the money to make those type of investments, it's like, why would you really even want that job? You're kind of dooming your career. But at the same time, I think part of this, from what I can tell, is on Zach Taylor and his staff who think they have the guys they want and they just need to build some character and it's part of the process and trust the fucking process. If I hear one more motherfucker tell me to trust the process (laughs) between FC Cincinnati and the Cincinnati fucking Bengals, two hapless, shitty, fucking just god-awful organizations, I'll blow my brains out. So... Yeah, I got trust, trusting I, I the wanna... process is a nightmare for either of those organizations. It, it's corporate speak for we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Let us have our jobs a little bit longer. So I want to I want to ask something. We, we we've seen veterans this year uh, disgruntled, unhappy, wanting out. We saw this with Carson Palmer. It's just I just feel like it's an issue with within the. the our organization. So when, so when you think about wanting to go out and sign these top free agents, you got to think of the other side of it. Do these free agents even want to come here when they see shit like this going on where guys want to want out where Carson Palmer said, fuck it. I'll just retire. Like, like that's what I feel like is the most difficult thing for us to actually attract free agents because no one wants to come play for this, for this organization. I think in that aspect, Richard, you maybe have to go after like a hot name coach that might draw some free agents. And I think yeah. you also have to promise them that free agents like top dollar, like let's be honest, typically your high end free agents are going to a bad team with a lot of salary cap. I mean, if you're the best offensive guard on the market and you have a choice between the Jets and the Bengals, 
Like it's which jump dumpster fire do I choose? So that's what I'm saying. Get um, the hotshot coaching prospect before the Jets do, because we know the Jets are firing their coach. So I don't know why he's not fired already. Well, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Fire. If you're going to fire Zach Taylor, like you have to be thinking about it. If you're management. Do it sooner rather than later. Like like Sam said, we're doomed to be two thirteen and one. So who cares if Zach Taylor is coaching the last five games of it? I I think Nick's hitting the nail on the head with this. Is they're never going to be able to overcome the management issues, which is ultimately what Carson Palmer's problem was. This iteration of disgruntlement with the Bengals is more about the coaching staff and the veterans problems with the coaching staff. And I think the way that you attract free agents, it's similar to what you're seeing in college basketball with Jawan Howard at Michigan or Penny Hardaway at Memphis. You need to get a player's coach and let that coach attract free agents rather than the Bengals management, which we know will be a negative if you were a free agent in terms of attracting, you know, a, a you know, a big name guy here, because they're not going to necessarily give you like the money you, you may want. So I think that I, I think that between just the performance on the field but also like I don't know if any of you saw the Sports Illustrated article talking about how toxic it's been in the locker room between the players and the coaching staff. I know Taylor's denied that. Some of the players have denied that. But where there's smoke, there's fire. The guy has got to go. It, this is a results business. You cannot go 2-14 and 14 two seasons in a row and keep your job in the NFL. You simply can't. It's, it's utterly ridiculous that we're even having the conversation that it might happen. Well, so I want to ask the same question. I just asked with free agents, the, the, the hot coach, like you think of the, the, the one name that sticks out to me is Eric B who was a former bangle. He could potentially have his pick of the litter of, job openings next year do you think he's staring down the Bengals right now with with what you see in that organization i think that if it's the jets like nick said if those are your two options maybe you come to cincinnati but i doubt that there's only going to be if you know we're we're hypothetically speaking about people getting uh let go and whatnot but there's probably going to be other job openings out there and i think the hot coaches would look at other places before they would think about looking here Here you got the Lions already have an opening. The Texans already have an opening. I mean, you got to think Eric Bieniemy is going to the Texans because who wouldn't want to coach? Well, that's what I'm saying. So you guys talk about wanting to get this star, this this highly touted uh, coach. But think about two years ago when we fired Marvin Lewis and we were the last team to go out and get a head coach. Well, that's, because we we didn't have our pick of the litter because of the fucking organization that we have. No one wants to come here and fucking coach here. 
You know what I'm saying? Like it's also because the Bengals. And I think were the probably same shit's gonna happen now. Offering bottomed, but what I'm saying is like <sighs> that's an issue too. That's organizational though. That's what I'm they, saying. They're going to. We know they're going to screw it up, but they can't. Like Joe Burrow gives them hope. Joe Burrow that's gives the, one, the fan base hope. He gives the other players hope. He gives the media hope for the organization. Like if the media is hopeful for the Bengals organization because of one guy, you have to do everything you can to do what you have, like what you can, like get him help, get him a good coaching staff, get him players around him, all offensive line. The rest of the player, the skill players on that team are fine. Absolutely fine. Like I think we can all agree with that. Um, couple more pieces on the offensive line, a couple more pieces on defense. They're going to have money. Right. Well, yeah. and that's, I, 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 that's go ahead, Eric. I was just going to say like from the, from a, a Fairweather fan, I just think when you have someone like Joe Burrow, who's absolutely gold, if you don't protect him, then why did you even pick him? At, th- at that point, it's just, it's just that's, cruel to have an all-star and then not give they him any be in support. Jail. Fucking gross uh, negligence, so, dude. Mike well, Brown so, should be in fucking so jail, dude. Him and his family can get COVID and fucking piss off this earth. Is he that fuck slob? Off. Look, I've never seen him before until yeah, I think recently. An and is his son like some goofy mop-headed like loser-looking dude? I don't know dude? what his son looks like. I don't know. Are you talking about the Brown family or the Trump family? <laughs> Nick, we don't get political on the show. I know. Hold on, are you talking about Duke Tobin? I don't know. I just saw a the, picture and someone was talking shit about him. Head of player person. Well, because his daughter, his daughter runs the, his daughter Katie Blackburn is the one that is gonna kind of take over with Duke Tobin. So um, Duke Tobin, what a name! <laughs> um, it's to, such a douche name. To touch on what you just said though, Nick, about Joe Burrow, that is the kind of the one like, uh, like bright spot we have to maybe attract a coach like an Eric B enemy because he goes, maybe I can, I can build uh, the way that I want to run my offensive scheme around him. And they do have good wide receivers um, with, with Auden Tate, with Tyler Boyd, with T Higgins. So, and, and you got Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard um, with Drew, Drew Sample coming up a little bit. Maybe an offensive minded coach would want to come here. And like you said, the biggest piece is Joe, Joe Burrow. Um, how ass backwards did we do it this year where we drafted Joe Burrow and then we spent all of our, um, all of our free agent money on defense. Like it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I mean, the defense keep, was definitely in need. Yeah. Well, well, so it was Richard, offensive Richard, line. That's, and, like that's Nick what said, you took, Sam you take said, a number though. one overall. You have to protect him. And we, and instead we got a, a, Defensive end, it doesn't it doesn't matter if your defense improves if Joe Burrow's laying on his back because he gets hit seventy two times in ten games. Doesn't matter how good your defense is at that point. You have you if you draft Joe Burrow number one overall, you have to get offensive linemen. And the Bengals did it ass backwards. Like protect him this year, get defense next year. I Where's- agree with that, but the twenty twenty offensive line class wasn't great for free agency. I mean, this goes back to one of the very first episodes we we did. 
Well, this goes back to one of the very first episodes we did, which is play Burrow enough to let him get some experience, but don't play him 16 games. Have, oh, I don't know, maybe Andy fucking Dalton get his ass reamed for half the season. The as opposed to salary to, cap. I, I get that, but or his, uh, his his salary on the cap. But you could have gotten an experienced quarterback or somebody better. I mean, that's also an issue, too. Th- this this is another damning thing of, oh, Ryan Finley's your backup quarterback. But when he actually has to play, you don't right. trust him it's so weird. much that you're like, fuck it. Let's go with Brandon Allen. Like, why do you have Ryan Finley around? Right. So so he played, what, three or four weeks last year when they benched Andy Dalton and he got replaced by Andy Dalton right then and there. We knew we knew as fans that Ryan Finley was not the guy in case, you know, you you draft a stud wide or quarterback and he goes down. Ryan Finley is not the guy. He's not going to help in the locker room. He's not going to help Joe Burrow. Um, He's the luckiest guy on the planet. And then all of a sudden, Joe Burrow gets hurt. He plays for a quarter and a half. And then we sign a dude from the practice squad to start the very next week. What happened in that quarter and a half that made you go from, this is our backup, to, oh shit, he doesn't know how to play football. Like, How did you not know that last year? As, 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 to, as, as, as you saw it in a quarter and a half against the Washington Redskins. Like, or even in training. Organizational you see- thing. You, you see how good your away. players are for the most listen, part in I training. To, so. I listened to a lot of 1530 radio, and they made a good point that go pick up Joe Flacco. He signed with the Jets for, I think it was $1.5 million. Tell me you couldn't get some good insight from Joe Flacco to to mentor Joe Burrow against the Cleveland Browns, against the Baltimore Ravens, against the Pittsburgh Steelers, because he's seen them for how many fucking years? He's a proven quarterback who won a Super Bowl like go out and get a veteran that can help mold Joe Burrow and, and instead we're like that nah, Ryan Finley's the guy this offensive line are the guys and then you know we, we go into the season and it's just a fucking shit show like I said I feel like that organization's afraid to do paperwork it's like they don't want to fucking make moves because it's too much work or something no, they don't want to make moves because the only way Mike Brown makes money is the fucking football team. And he's a cheap ass piece of shit that doesn't want to spend anything. Whereas all the other owners in the NFL have actually made money elsewhere and are successful business people and want to win with their franchise. Mike Brown just wants to make money because he's not good at fucking anything and he thinks He's as smart as his dad was about football, but he's fucking not. He is the definition of an entitled, privileged, spoiled piece of shit who got handed a fucking NFL franchise and basically is running it as well as somebody who could be in a fucking coma. (laughs) Hell hell yeah, Sam. Put him on I-75, go on 95 with no seatbelt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. That motherfucker is 85, dude. Shuffle loose this mortal coil and fucking make the city of Cincinnati happy for one day. <laughs> Will someone God give him COVID damn, already? Was oh, shit. Sorry. I already said Did that. you? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> this episode's uh, brutal. Well, it's about time. 
Well, welcome back, baby. Uh, I'm back. Let's get pissed and depressed. <laughs> Here we are. <sighs> Mike Brown already looks like he's dead, so. It looks like he is well fed. Do we want to studs and does it? Sure, bud. Sure. I got no studs. There's no such thing as a stud. There's only duds. And I'm the dud this week, dude. I'm a fucking Sam, take dud. a step back. Because I can't take, fucking win Take fantasy. a step back. I need somebody to call. Call, 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 Eric, did you like that Twitter post I sent you today? Um, I didn't even. I I saw it. Weird. I didn't need to look at. I I saw it, but I didn't open it. Wow. What was the name of it, Nick? It was a. It was a some weights for your balls to make them drop farther down. Yeah, it was they, on they were sale like, we Sears. need that. It was on sale they at cl- Sears website. So it was like these metal balls that like clasp it to your nuts, and then there's like a string to like another set of like weighted balls is to help your balls drop. Oh All right, stud, studs and dud. Sam, you're the dud. I'm I'm the fucking dud. You got a stud week, dog? Dude. Come on. No, I don't have any studs. Right, no, no positivity. Such thing as a fucking stud from Sam. Nick, what do you got, man? Can I? My my set of the week is FIFA 21. What the fuck? What? No, it's Hell not. Yeah. No, it's not. Hell yeah. Because there is something that, game. that we complain about every single time we play, and apparently it was fixed, fixed in it. the update. Yeah, we'll find out in a few minutes. Well, did you see what I said with that? Lies. Yeah, you said lies. Right. Lies. <laughs> so and in I FIFA 21... Nick's referring to if you try to shoot outside the box, it instantly gets blocked by a defender. Like you can't score outside the box. Someone there, it gets blocked. Yeah, it's it's dumb. So they said that they changed it so that they don't block as many, basically. Yeah. Well, like I, we said, I I, I want to see that ball like just barely go over the fucking crossbar or something. At least make it somewhat exciting to take an outside shot. I w- outside the box shot. I want to say that my first game of playing after that update, I took a shot from outside the box. None of the computer players dropped it, blocked it, but one of my players ran in the way and blocked it and was (laughs) offsides at the same time. Well, that's FIFA. I cannot believe you studied (laughs) FIFA. (laughs) So the update's working out very well. All right, Richard, you got a stud? Uh. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. My stud is uh, Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill for what they basically did in one quarter. Um, But watching them play football. It's weird. It's fun, though. It's like Ronaldo and Messi in the football world. I wish I lived in Kansas City. (laughs) They're going to have fun for the next fucking decade and a half or whatever. and then my dud is also in the quarterback realm, and that it, I w- I'm just going to say the Denver Broncos, the quarterbackless Denver Broncos that had to play football on <laughs> Sunday without a quarterback because they all tested positive for for COVID or they got you know a close contact or whatever. And then after the game, all three of their tests came back negative. <laughs> Congratulations, Denver Broncos. 
Good job. Good job. All right. So my, my stud is going to be a first time female. You guys, this this is a team I've never heard of in my entire life, but supposedly they're in the Power Five. Uh, Vanderbilt Commodores. Oh my dude, god, Jesus dude. Christ! You don't know who Vanderbilt? You, I you hate you like so a, much. You started a sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Vanderbilt. No, Commodores? it is a cool story. Uh, no, but <laughs> dude, I don't. Yeah, no, like it that. is a cool but story though. So suppose that their whole like kicking uh, uh, team got COVID, and then they they um. They grab what's her name, Sailor Sarah Fuller, to um, I think she only took like one kick in the game. She's, but yeah, suppose- because the team didn't score, so that she kicked no extra points, she kicked no field goals, and she only had the second she did like a squib kick, off, kick or which something. they told her to squib. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but supposedly she's got a mean exactly foot. Exactly what they told her to do in the only situation that she could have done it. So props to her so so now to build off that though even though the whole kicking staff or the whole kicking squad was was out due to covid was that a was that a stunt could they have gotten someone else maybe maybe one of the guys someone else on the team to do it or one of the men as previously established there was nothing for a kicker to do in that game Right, they scored. But they, zero they still, points. they still had, to, they still had to have a kicker before the right. game happened. Then, yeah, they I mean, know they weren't going to score any points. Yeah, there, there will be a, at least a kickoff. Yeah, but like uh, we can't say that it was a stunt. Maybe she would have gone three for three on field goals if she could have. She got oh, field goal opportunities. Like she's plenty capable. No, I'm not saying she's not capable. I'm just saying, like, do you? I mean, I think it's, I think it's neat as hell. They I mean, I chose, they I chose it for a reason. They I thought did it was a cool a trial. Um, I, I was just reading a second ago that they actually might bring her back next week. Um, it's cool to see her do more. The the cool part about I mean, it too is football team. She won the yeah, SEC I knew, I knew that. women's <laughs> soccer Commodore. tournament. The same week, earlier that week, the women's soccer team won the SEC tournament. Yeah, that's yeah. I was reading that too. That she said that was like more stressful than kicking for this team. <laughs> it's like, did you have to say that? Um, and then uh, to play mo- for. Yeah, moving on from her, I think it'd be uh, insulting if we didn't mention him. Uh, Maradona, rest in peace, Richard. That's for that's. That's me trying to soften up for uh, for dope. Although I'm not really Maradona. sure he was a huge Maradona fan. Yeah. Dope loves Argentina though, so there's got to be some kind of soft spot there. You, you gotta support like the two videos I've ever seen of that man. Legend. are are him coked out putting a goal. No, are him putting a goal in with his hand, and then him in a different game where he just needs some dude straight out. Yeah, some There's shit only two happened. videos oh, yeah. I've ever seen of him. There's some you pretty, seen the side by some side pretty good highlights of him. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Straight people. But I'll take the your one. The it. one highlight that I used to always watch <clears throat> growing up was the uh, the the side by side run by him, and then later on uh, with Messi, where they almost like like do the identi- like the same uh, run from like the midfield all the way down to score a solo goal. Um, yeah, 
It's it's like, like almost identical. I haven't seen it in a bit, but I just remember I remember that. Richard Richard Killos. Yeah, just knock this out. Hey, bring back Maradona. Take Mike Brown. Give him jades. <laughs> Butt stuff. Butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs>